Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, presented by PJ Dick. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien. Hello, and welcome to the Building PA Podcast. I am co-host John O'Brien from the Keystone Contractors Association. And normally, at this point in the show, I say, I proudly come to you from the Quando Studio in the great town of Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. However, change of plans, we're on the road today, and uh, my co-host Chris and I are actually in Harmony, Pennsylvania. Lovely borough. Chris, where are we? What's going on? (laughs) We are, well, for everyone, this is Chris Martin. I am president of Atlas Marketing, and we tell stories for people who build things, and today, as John mentioned, we are on the road with the Building PA podcast. We are at the Steamfitters 449 Technology Center in the lovely borough of Han- uh, Harmony. I almost said Hanover because yes. I'm so used to being down your area. Um, but uh, as John mentioned, you know we're, we're both out and about today, but we still want to uh, tap the hat to our studio sponsors. So uh, to the folks at Stalwart Insurance, uh, we thank you for being a sponsor. And for, for those listening, Stalwart uh, helps you reduce your waste, wasted money spend on insurance costs. So check them out at stalwartinsurance.com. Nice. So, yeah, and today we are happy to have with us a first-year apprentice who has a really cool story to tell. Yes. Nick Vano. And, uh, Nick, welcome to the show. Welcome, Nick. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I'm yeah, excited. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you for taking time out of your uh, your training today to come and join us. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you uh, – how did you get here today? <laughs> Uh, well, I went to uh, North Allegheny High School, uh, played football and threw for the track team, uh, graduated in 2016, um, went to John Carroll University, went for uh, supply chain management, and I was also on the track team there. And um, during my summers, I worked at a, a great shop down in uh, Glenshaw, PA, um, owned and operated by a good family friend of mine, uh, the Locke family, worked for uh, industrial pump and motor repair. <laughs> Um, I was lucky enough that they uh, brought me on as just a helping hand for a couple summers while I was in college and um, just kind of fell in love with, you know, physical blue-collar labor work and um, really, really enjoyed it. And now that I knew that I wanted to do something in that kind of field, I didn't know exactly which thing I wanted to do. Um, and then I had a good uh, friend of mine that I actually grew up with who also worked at the pump shop with me who became a steam fitter and um, talked to him about it, talked about how much he loves it. I think he's a third-year apprentice right now, Okay. Um, Nick Macedonia. Okay. And, um, you know, my older brother and my boss at Industrial Pump uh, went to high school with Kirsten, Kirsten Broadbent, and um, got, got in touch with her. She brought me up here and showed me around and... Um, yeah, I just kind of fell in love with it. They have, we have a beautiful facility here, awesome. and um, they yeah, have <clears throat> all kinds of great, great qualities about the about the union. And um, I was just very, very excited. I spent my, spent my whole senior year at, at uh, John Carroll just can't waiting to graduate and start working here. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, whenever I got home, uh, I came back early in, I think, about March because of uh, COVID, mm-hmm. finished my senior year there. And then they let me start coming for night classes for welding, learn how to learn learn how to weld. Um, so came here 
twice a week um, on Tuesday, Thursday nights until applications and our aptitude tests and everything in the fall. Right. And then we had interviews right before Thanksgiving, and I was very, very lucky enough to be accepted. And, um, yeah, just very, very happy to be here and very honored to uh, join, the, join the 449 Union. That's awesome. great. That's great. That's a, that story. Awesome. Yeah. That's a cool story. Yeah. I believe you're 16th or 17th week into the program? 17th, 17th. Yes. Yeah. What's kind of uh, some initial thoughts or feedback on uh, this early process? It is, it's very fun. And, um, you know, everyone said that the 18 weeks are going to be the longest four and a half months of your life um, because it's just nothing but welding learning how to do that and most of it was stick welding and of course now we're starting to do more TIG welding, MIG welding, all the kinds of different things and um, surprisingly I kind of knew this going in but they told us that welding is only about 10% of what, our, what, us, what we do here mm-hmm. um, it's just the hardest to get good at so that's why they have us doing welding so much try to get a lot better at it um, you know a couple weeks we went in to learn, learn uh, threaded pipe, did a soldering project. Um, so just kind of teaching us all the different things we get to do. And um, right now we're just starting to get as many welding certs as we can before we go out to a uh, field. Right. right, very cool. So I'm curious, you, you mentioned that you graduated from John Carroll. And you did say what? What was your what was your major? Supply chain management. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you have a college degree because most of your fellow apprentices, I'm assuming, don't, and mm-hmm. that's not a bad thing. It's just different path for everybody. Mm-hmm. How how has how has college helped you prepare for what's going on in the apprenticeship program now? Well, it definitely helped me on my uh, aptitude test mm-hmm. for sure. A lot of people said it was. They walked out like it was the hardest test I've ever taken. Going going to college and taking all those business courses and everything, it was it was tough. So that in that sense, it helped me a lot, and um, it just helped me with you know time management and trying to handle all kinds of different things. Because and mostly deadlines. It was like you know we have 18 weeks. You got to get however many certs before you start working. You're like okay, I need to put together this much time for this certain thing to work on before I'm ready to take this test. We only offer tests once a week during during our uh, training program. Okay. And whenever you're not in the training program, it's only, I think, I think it's every third Saturday they offer weld tests. Hmm. So just to kind of manage the time in the booth and in the shop to uh, really focus on the certain, certain things I need to get better at, um, I'd say in that sense it, it uh, has helped me. Yeah. And then taking a step further back in life, how did your time in North Allegheny help prepare you for this uh, for this career? And and it's kind of two part mentally, you know, in this in the schoolwork side. And then 2016 is when you graduated. That mm-hmm. so you probably won a state championship in football. Is that? Uh, we that, did not that year. Oh, you did. We won. Oh, okay. <laughs> from what I remember, we won Whipple championships in. 10, 11, and 12, and won state championships in 10 and 12. Oh, 12. Okay. So 12 was my uh, freshman year, okay. so I wasn't on the team yet. But still, you got the, the teamwork. How, how did that oh, help yeah. prepare you for this uh, for this career? I haven't really ran into it yet because, I mean, everyone in my, everyone in my class, I've 
made great relationships with. But um, I think school-wise, for NA, with school-wise and in football, Mm -hmm. just being able to work with people that you don't really know that much. Because at at NA, we graduated, I think, 750 kids or something in my senior year. (laughs) So, I mean, I didn't know the person sitting next to me at graduation. We had so many people. So you could walk down the hallway and and see someone you never met before. So, obviously, school, you could work on projects with people you don't know. Um, So I learned how to do that uh, pretty well there. I also did that in college. Mm -hmm. Um, So just being able, especially, it comes in more here because it's a common goal. Everyone's trying to get as as good as they can. And no one's trying to one-up each other or anything here. So we're all, working together has been very easy with the guys here. Um, but really just trying to manage things and, yeah, work work to do good work with people you don't really know very well. But good. that has good. definitely helped me. Yeah. Well, with that said, you know, take it one step further, what would you tell somebody that's waiting to come in the building and be in your shoes? Be ready to learn. Be very, very ready to learn and willing to do anything they need you to do need you to do um something my instructors have told me especially when you get on a job site and especially if you're new you follow follow your directions you're you don't want to make a bad name for yourself because in in this business what goes around comes around because if you could be eventually you could be a foreman on a job and if you treat someone poorly or something like that there's a good chance on the next job that guy you didn't you didn't treat very well was going to be your foreman, mm-hmm. and he has all the power. He can just send you back to the union hall if you really wanted to. Yeah. So, just I would say just very willing to learn. And if you if you ask anyone in my class, they could probably explain it better than I would to not get frustrated. I get very frustrated, <laughs> especially when it comes to welding. Because yeah. uh, well, it's I mean, well, it's difficult. Easy. It's very difficult very difficult to get good very good at um but it's the same thing with my instructors that they told me it was like you've been welding for 16 17 weeks like you're not going to be perfect so going i would say going in knowing that you're going to struggle and to kind of embrace the struggle something that has made me get through these 18 weeks without really a lot of problems is just i went into it knowing that this is going to take a long time and it's going to be very frustrating to get very good at these things. Um, I think just trying, not trying to think too much about it and knowing that it's going to be difficult, but then you, like I said, you can just kind of embrace it. Really just, I don't know, I like to say fall in love with the suck <laughs> because it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun doing, you know, trying to get really good on a, a root pass on a six-inch pipe. It is difficult. So doing it over and over and messing up over and over and over again, it's very frustrating. But just going into it and just kind of reminding yourself that, you know, my instructors, they've been doing this for years, at least 10 years, and we're just starting out. You are not going to be perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect weld. There's never going to be. So just kind of embracing that and keeping that in in mind um, has made it a lot easier.
That's awesome advice. And that's not just for welding. That's that's life in yeah. general. Oh, too. yeah. yeah. You know, there's going to be times where you're going to work, you know, 12-hour night shifts. And mm-hmm. depending on your personality, that's not going to be fun. Mm-hmm. But you just got to find the good things and, and enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, real quick on that embrace the suck, because I do like that. It <laughs> yes. sounds like that should be on a T-shirt it's, or something, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? Because you, you're admitting that you're getting frustrated and you're going through this, but so what are you doing? And ultimately, what can you share with other people that are going to be coming into the program or or another building trade program? And how can they get over that frustration? Asking for help, always. Yeah. That's something that our instructors told us very early on. It doesn't matter if you're a first year apprentice or a journeyman with 20 years of experience. If you don't know, ask. Because yeah. that was something that I was kind of worried about when I first came in. I was like, these guys expect me, expect a certain amount of work out of me and a certain amount of quality work. So if I'm not doing this, then I'm, di- I'm letting these guys down. Right. That's how I was looking at it whenever I first came in. But my instructors have been unbelievable with just like, preparing us with these things that they said, whatever you're doing, like there's never a bad question there's never a stupid question and yeah whatever it is and if you're struggling with it or you just don't know what you're doing wrong if it just keeps going poorly and you don't know what you're doing wrong just ask because our instructors are very very well trained here and they know what they're doing so they can look they can look at at just even your body position while you're welding and they can tell you what's going what what you're doing wrong <laughs> so even just that or just walking around the, the the building for a little bit if you're getting frustrated just take just to take a step back and take a deep breath and just go back in and just be like hey mike i'm having trouble with this can you come help me it's always yeah of course i can yeah. he comes in shows you what you're doing wrong and then you got your next step and what do you have to work on Good. Nice. That's that's good. And and for the record, for everyone listening, Nick is here under his own volition. He came here <laughs> and is talking. So there's not a trainer in the room. There's no one, no instructors. He's by himself oh, no. with John and me. Yeah. So no, I give credit where, where credits due. Yeah. They're they they are great guys. Good. Well, I want to give credit too. They we said for today's interviews, can we talk to an apprentice? And they said. We're going to see if we can get you, Nick, to talk to you because you're really going to enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm enjoying yeah. this. This is awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I don't know who said that, but said whoever it is, that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but the, to that point, though, you, you're, you have a healthy, uh, health, healthy uh, expectation of mm-hmm. this, it seems. Like you, you understand that, you know, hey, this is, I, I, I'm in my 16th week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to be great. Uh, but there's always the but. You're going to work your tail off to get better, and that's evident. Yeah. So, and that's what's needed if you want to be a, an apprentice in the building trades or work in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. It just it was actually it was kind of a mindset that I've had for a long time. My um, my high school offensive line coach, um, Mike Booker at uh, at NA, great guy. He told us it doesn't matter if you're a neuroscientist or a janitor. You got to be the best yep. in your field, um, and if you're the best in your field, everything is going to get easier and it's going to become more enjoyable. So that's kind of what I looked at it. When I came in, whenever I got accepted, I wanted to be the best team fitter I can. 
I'm gonna. I'm planning on working very hard on that, and uh, I know it's gonna take a while, which is frustrating, because mm-hmm. of course, whenever you start something that you really enjoy, you want to be amazing at it as soon as you start. Right. Um, but again, that's just some kind of that's a mindset that you have to have. Right. Um, and it'll it'll make it better the longer you are uh, doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes the process easier. Yeah. That, yeah, that's true. Uh, we are talking with Nick Vano who's a first-year apprentice with the Steam Fitters, Local 449 today on the Building PA podcast. And, uh, John, I know you, you have a, that look in your eye. I do. You're going to ask do. a couple <laughs> questions. So I just want to get that yeah. in there and let everybody know who we're talking yeah, yes. to. Again. Yeah. Um, prior to speaking with you, we talked to business manager Ken, Ken Broadbent. And I don't know about you, Chris, but I noticed some similarities. There's a vision when you talked about Nick and, and Ken. And you 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 realize the long term, you know, embrace the suck. You realize it's going to suck, but there's a long term goal to the end of this, and it's refreshing to hear this live and uh, a good message to get out there. Another thing I noted was I wrote down for both a good trait to have to be successful in this in this career is a willingness to learn, and both of you said that, and and. Uh, it's an awesome, awesome message to get out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what a place to learn. Look at this place. Oh, it's, it, it, is, yeah. it is impressive. It is yeah. impressive. Yeah. We are very lucky here. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of your next step in this journey, I understand that you know, you've got the 18-week welding program. What's next for you as an apprentice? Um, well, our apprenticeship is five years. Um, so then we come in... Um, I believe it's for first years is Monday, second years Tuesday, and so on throughout the five years. You come in for school uh, twice a month, um, so you learn that way. But other than that, you're out in, you're out in the field working. Um, so, I mean, that's based on these last eighteen weeks. Whenever I start working, it's I'm just kind of have going to have the same mindset, just kind of. Put your head down and start working, yeah. and just trying to learn as much as you can from as many people as you can. Yeah. Because that even works for whenever you're uh, in the weld shop. Uh, I've take there's been multiple occasions where I've taken what each of our different instructors has said and just found out what's best for me, and it worked out. So I'm just trying to keep that whenever I start working and uh, try to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. A healthy, healthy perspective for yeah. sure. You know? yeah. um, it, is there like, will you when when you're in the uh, in a job site for the first time? Is there like a mentor or somebody you can kind of like just kind of shadow tag along, or is it more of like here you go, you're on your own? Uh, well, it's definitely not that. <laughs> if it was, I would be very a lot more nervous to go in for it. <laughs> uh, He's honest too. <laughs> I like that. Oh yeah, um, but no. What, from what others have told me, um, you get uh, the foreman's phone number a couple of days before you go, and um, you just can call him or text him or email him or something. Just be like, hey. Especially now for me, just be like, hey, I'm gonna. This is my first job as a first year apprentice. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you need me to do? What should I do? And they kind of just tell you what what they want you to do. And um, especially if you're a young guy, I think a lot of times they'll pair you up with a journeyman and just kind of be their helper mm-hmm. for a little bit before while you learn what's going on and everything. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, the journeyman's job, or one of them, is to help apprentices learn how to be a better steam fitter. Um, so a lot of times you can just ha- you can just be paired with one of the experienced journeymen, and um, they can tell you different things they want that want they want you to do, or just be with them, be by their side, and um, help them out with whatever they need. Shut up and listen. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's all it's all different. I mean, even. Um, you never really know what you're going to be doing on a job, especially as a young apprentice. Because I've that was one of the uh, the helping things that one of my instructors told me. He goes, "If I have a, if I have five guys and I see you, I'm not going to pick you to be the one who's going to, who's going to be welding. I'm going to have you, you know, turning pipe wrenches or carrying pipes." Uh, just for the record, I'm six foot five, three hundred pounds. So. <laughs> I, was, I literally was just going to say Nick's yeah. about six six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. so which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they put you in, in the position that they think that you'll be best at. Yeah. Um, so when you first started, you can do that. But then you're going to be learning all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just trying, just working your best to be the best at everything. Yep. Whenever you were outside looking in, you know, prior to starting, was there any um, – Concerns or hesitations or something like now you're like oh, I can't believe I was worried about that and um, anything you were unsure about. I guess you could say before I worked at the pump shop mm-hmm. whenever I was in college it was going to be like well, I wonder if, if I will like this kind of work because I mean in high school I worked at a pizza shop okay, it's, yeah. I worked at like a snack shack at a at McCandless baseball fields okay. so it was just kind of a really new thing. Okay. Um, so I was a little nervous whenever I started, but then, like I said, as soon as I started, I kind of fell in love with it. That's cool. And, um, yeah, when, whenever I showed up for my first night welding classes class, I'm like, welding seems awesome, seems really cool. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> so that was a little nerve-wracking. But the first day we came in for night welding, um, our instructor, Mike, told us, you know, I've taken guys – who have never welded before, and then they've turned into they can pass the hardest welding test on earth. That's what they do here at at four four nine. They te- they make you into amazing steam fitters, and um, you know, in my opinion, the best in the country. Nice. So that kind of eased a lot of the a lot of the anxiety whenever you're starting, because it is it's a it's a brand new environment. You know, at least for me, I've never worked in the weld shop. Um, but no, they've done a, an amazing job to uh, kind of prepare yourself and kind of ease, ease you into it. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, Nick, what, where do you see yourself in five, ten, fifteen years? Can I answer? Was that business manager? I had to make it. <laughs> Honestly, that was the softball question yes. that I was kind of thinking. You know. <laughs> uh, but well, you're right. That would be amazing. I can tell you that. Um, I could only hope in a million years I can live up to to Mr. Ken Broadbent. He does an amazing job around here. Yes, he does. Um, honestly, I want to work very hard, very extremely hard for you know at least ten years or something like that. Um, and I mean, I would love to just do what my instructors do. I would love to be an instructor here. That'd be great. Um, even just something as simple as my as my booth mate right next to me asking me a question. Yeah. I mean, I love helping 
I love helping people. I love trying to explain things to, to all kinds of people. So um, if I could be lucky enough to be, become an instructor around here, that would be amazing. Cool. But for right now, just working as hard as I can with what I'm doing now. Work your tail off, right? Mm-hmm. When the opportunity comes, I'll try, I'll try to grab it. There you go. It's a hel- again, a healthy, healthy yeah. perspective. You know? yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I can tell just from talking with you and interacting, you do have the drive to succeed in whatever you yes. do. And uh, we look forward to seeing what happens down the road with yeah. you. It is very true whenever, you know, sometimes in high school things aren't very fun, especially when you're learning something. You're learning how to do science or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, some, that's someone's thing. It's not mine. Yeah. But... It, it's extremely true. As soon as you start doing something that you're interested in and you enjoy, I mean, it's it's not work. Yep. It's it's your life, and you. I, I mean, I love everything about it, and uh, it doesn't feel like I go to work every day. And that's what you what you hope for when it comes to doing something like this. Nick, I have to hand it to you for a, for a young man. You've got your head on straight, yes. and you actually you you. Now I know specifically why Ken and Tom and Nick brought you in here. Oh, I appreciate so that. Thank, thank you. Thank you for taking time out and uh, speaking with us today and helping our listeners know what it means to be a steam fitter apprentice. Of course. It was great. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining the Building PA Podcast presented by PJ Dick. To stay up to date, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows. Thanks for listening.